0: Hi, everyone. This is Leslin Keith. I'm president of the board of directors at the Lipedema Project and director of research. Welcome to Living Well with Lipedema. Today, I have an excerpt from an interview with Daisy Brackenhall. Daisy is the host of the Keto Woman podcast. In this excerpt, Catherine and Gail asked Daisy about how being postmenopausal or having a diagnosis of hypothyroidism can relate to weight loss stalls. What about women who struggle to lose weight on keto postmenopausal? Everybody talks about that period when perimenopause into menopause and postmenopause, you know, most women struggle anyway, but those of us that have issues tend to struggle it, even more.
1: It might even be the podcast that's out at the moment, actually, where... Nadia was in the hot seat and talking about women and fasting and although she didn't speak too long about particularly about menopause she did speak around it a little bit and for her she was saying that the biggest difference really I mean it's obvious is going from being cyclical to not being cyclical although I still think there's a certain amount of things that are cyclical I still find that I get headaches for example in some kind of cyclical fashion so I think there are still remnants of that that carry on after menopause but she was saying interestingly because one of the most common questions is you know what's the difference between women and men when it comes to fasting what's the difference between women and men when it comes to weight loss mm-hmm. you know we've all had this thing where apparently you know men lose weight more easily than mm-hmm. women and she was saying what's quite interesting actually is when you go past menopause that women and men become a bit more similar as far mm-hmm. as weight loss goes and the thing i took away from what she was saying was that I mean, she focuses very much on lowering insulin. But the key is getting more insulin sensitive. The more insulin sensitive you can get, the more easily you're going to be able to lose weight and that that has more impact than whether you're male or female, whether you're menopausal, you know, still having your cycle. And that's certainly something that i found, actually, I've always been fairly insulin sensitive, even when I was very overweight. And I've always been able to lose weight reasonably easily when I really put my mind to it. So I think that's the key for everyone, actually, is to get yourself as metabolically healthy. Once you're in that position, I think losing weight becomes a lot easier, I think, That's one of the biggest problems with that initial long stall that people can get is if they've got a lot of healing to do. If they're metabolically very unhealthy, you've got to get your body to a point where it's reasonably metabolically healthy and it's getting more insulin sensitive before it's going to be able to lose weight. You've got to heal yourself first. Along the lines of getting metabolically healthy and just healing our bodies first do you have any special considerations or suggestions when someone has severe hypothyroidism with doing keto or do you have a guest or something that you remember talking about that well funnily enough they were talking a little bit about that too I think when it comes to hypothyroidism, I mean, I have Hashimoto, so I've had hypothyroidism for, well, it was first diagnosed in my 20s, so, you know, 30 years ago. And I think it's key to sort your thyroid out. That's going to be another huge, huge problem when it comes to losing weight and feeling well, if you haven't got that sorted. And I always suggest I guess that's kind of, in a way, that's similar to lipoedema in the fact that it often changes during those periods of hormonal change. Mm -hmm. So it tends to at least become more apparent when you're having those hormonal shifts. And it's key to get it sorted, but there are huge obstacles when it comes to sorting out hypothyroidism because... One, you've got to get over the huge hurdle of getting it diagnosed properly. Like any condition that predominantly affects women, and this is another one that predominantly affects women, it's quite often ignored or certainly downplayed. And the symptoms are a bit tricky to pin down as well. And so you often get badly tested so they might just test TSH, which is absolutely not sufficient. And so you don't get diagnosed properly in the first place. And then even once you get diagnosed, will you get properly treated? I'm having a struggle here at the moment where I actually self-test and self-medicate pretty much, but I was talking to an endocrinologist the other day. And in general, they don't test free T3 in the UK, and they won't, Treat, they won't give you T3 medication. And he wanted me to go back on T4 only and then test me in a month. And I said, Look, I'm not prepared to feel ill just to prove that I don't do well on T4 only. But uh, long story short, I've got to try and get a letter from my French doctor to say that I was on a combination before. But at the moment, I'm taking natural desiccated thyroid. But yes, I think it's absolutely key to get your thyroid either get your thyroid working properly which potentially you can do through diet if you have the autoimmune form or get yourself properly medicated so that you're up to speed literally really because everything's impacted if your thyroid's running slowly you know you're going to feel sluggish you're going to struggle with weight loss you're just going to generally feel absolutely rubbish. So. It's key, I'd say. It's something that you need to sort out before you even think about diet or anything else, to be
0: honest. Thank you, Daisy. Great information and something that I've considered to be true about menopause and hypothyroidism myself for quite some time. Great to hear it reinforced by you. And thank you also to all of our listeners. If you haven't already subscribed to our daily flash briefings of tips, Tools and research about lipedema. You can subscribe at Apple, Spotify, Amazon Alexa, or here at this website, lipedema simplified.org slash flash, where you'll find an archive of all of our flash briefings. You can now also follow Living Well with Lipedema on Amazon Music and get new episodes when they become available. Thanks for listening, and I hope you'll join us again next time for another Living Well with Lipedema flash briefing.